right, everybody. Welcome back to the show. As you know, I'm so excited to welcome my friend David Johnson to the show. He is the founder of, a co-founder of Genexa. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I'm obsessed with this company and everything that they're doing. So David, welcome to the show. Kelly, thanks for having me. Yeah, no, it's such a pleasure. It's so nice to see your face. I feel like it's been years it has been, it has been years, but you know we've held, we've held each other close in our hearts. Always, every time I walk into Pharmaca and I see all of your products, I'm like, yes, thank God for Genexa. And my wife attended one of your big your big things pre COVID, so that was that was exciting. One of your that, big book signings. That was fun. So it's it's good. We we run circles around each other, and and we all have our we have our own personal missions, but um, in the same sphere. Yeah. So can can we start from the beginning? You've started an over-the-counter homeopathic and now over-the-counter company that is real medicine made clean. You are making clean, active and homeopathic versions of medicines that we can use and our families can use. How did you and your co-founder, Max, decide to start this company? Start us from the beginning. What was... What was the idea? Well, you know, Kelly, I am that nuts and seeds type boy that, you know, lived on Hanson spritzers, like the spritzer you're drinking now, right? But, you know, the Hanson spritzers, friends used to come over and ask for Cokes and Sprites, and it was non-existent in my house. And, you know, instead of Rice Krispies, it was it was nuts as, as a snack. But you know, I grew up very lucky to, to, to have two naturopathic, holistic parents that, that raised me, you know, really understanding what I was putting in my body and, and how important it was. And my partner, Max, came from the complete opposite side of, of that spectrum where, you know, anytime he had a cough or, or an allergy, he was at the over-the-counter shelf treating himself with drugs and he would have terrible allergic reactions. And when we had our kids, it was like, you know, we were, we were driven by this, this category of over-the-counter drugs that was red and green and purple and Putting unpronounceable words on the back of these packages, and we said to ourselves, you know, why, why is ninety to ninety-five percent of these products just not necessary and and not clean? And uh, we we set out to to do something that neither of us had any idea of of what we were getting into, but with with the whole the whole drive of we can make we can make pharma cleaner, we can make medicine clean. I love that. So, was there a certain product that you were trying to make or something that a need that you or Max had personally that sort of started you on this quest? So I think really when it came to to Max, there was a lot of allergens um, in the products. He he had, you know, he was allergic to to dyes and he was allergic to gluten binders and things like that. And I had a I have a family member who has some serious allergies to lactose. And when I realized that, you know, a majority of the binders in these products is lactose, I was like, well, why are we why do we have a lactose binder in, in allergy products or in you know fluid medicines or you know fever reducers when you know people need to use this and, and if they're allergic, they can't use it. So I mean, I think I think for us it was if medicine could be made cleaner and we take it at our weakest point in our lives, you know, when we're sick or our kids have those red you know, eyes that where we feel completely helpless, you know, it's, it's why, why would we deliver it? You know, the, the way it is, if we can make it cleaner and we could remove the, the potential, you know, over toxicity or, or the, 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 
call it the additives that are completely unnecessary. What in your research did you find? Um, I remember you sharing a study with me from MIT when we met in person a few years ago. Um, what were some of the things that you were surprised to find in over-the-counter medications? So, I mean, obviously, one that we all we all know about is talc, and talc has been you know recalled in in many over-the-counter medications. You know, the MIT article kind of got into how many of the dyes, uh, specifically red dye, and how it. Um, has negative reactions in kids' uh, mental behaviors as well as as just, you know, com- not necessary. Pharmaceutical dye is something you could take and go, go paint a wall with, right? And, you know, we kind of looked at that as, you know, I'd rather give my kid an organic beet extract as, as my color versus, you know, a red dye. Um, you know, we also found things like antifreeze that you use in car because it's, a, it's an easy binder, when you think about the syrups and the liquids that are out there in the market. So instead of using, you know, a, a car preservative system that, you know, doesn't freeze over, we, we decided it might be better to use organic citrix and, you know, citric extracts from, from grapefruits and, and other things that can hold it over. So just, uh, you know, what we would want to put into our kids, we, we believe that the, the world needs that as well. I love it. I love it so much because obviously, you know, my personal story with Sebastian struggling with eczema. And um, it's one thing to go down the rabbit hole of trying to figure out what the culprits are, but to have your child have a flare that you have no idea what is causing it at the time. I mean, it was, it was heartbreaking to get to this place where, you know, all of a sudden his mouth and his face are covered in hives. And then you see it extend to his stomach and it looks like welts everywhere. And of course, you know, I'm in tears. I'm calling the pediatrician. Every mom's trying to do their best, but to turn around and have to give a regular over-the-counter medication that had these red dyes or flavors or gluten or lactose or binders and not know like, is whatever caused that <laughs> then going to be in the medication that I'm going to give him to clear this up for this moment in time um, was, it was heartbreaking. So, I mean, that's how I found you guys. And, um, you know, Sebastian takes Genexa's vitamin D and I want to get into your sourcing of that and why it's different as well. I think that's like a really interesting story, but let's start with like your first product. What was your first product to market and how has, how has your product catalog evolved over time? So our first product to, to market was more in the homeopathic realm, and and really what we what we decided there is homeopathy has been accepted now by many, and and not accepted by by many as well. And I think, you know, as as Genexa stands, we want all consumers to be comfortable with whatever they want to take. Um, myself, I, I was not bringing of of not not much medicine, um, but you know when when needed, and you know my partner was the upbringing of of not not even knowing what a supplement was, but, but, but more medicine. And I think when we came together, it was kind of like, you know, you've got homeopathy that happens to be the, the fastest growing sector of the over-the-counter market um, at 14% so far year over year. And the consumer, the consumer trusts it. And it's, you know, there's, there is a consumer that trusts it and wants it. But for us, it was about not just delivering a product that was homeopathic or, you know, supplement or drug. It was, the delivery should be cleaner. So we started with homeopathy because we could really focus on cleaning it up, making it gluten-free, uh, vegan, not animal tested, uh, organic, non-GMO, and really focus on the certifications that would help us remove a lot of the synthetics 
involved that were involved in in the product. So we launched a, a kids cold product and an, and an adult cold product, and those were our first two products into uh, Air One, which uh, you know we all like to shop at. <laughs> what can you explain what homeopathy is? I think a lot of times when people go into a place like Whole Foods or Air One and they see. Um, medications, you can call them, or homeopathic remedies on the shelf, a lot of times we'll turn it over and go, we don't even know what these ingredients are. And I think probably the most common one that people use is Arnica for a bruising. And we know that, okay, that our kid slammed his face into the corner of a table. We're going to rub some Arnica on that. Um, whereas we all know the OTC and we'll get to your story in the OTC market as well, um, for active ingredients, but what recommendations do you have for people trying to get involved or trying to understand the homeopathic market? Yeah, I would say, you know, homeopathy, the best way and the simplest way of explaining it is homeopathy is like clears like, right? So you, you're taking something that addresses the symptom that's in your body. Um, and it's, it's, it's micro doses, but it's, it's going, it's going to bat with your body to heal. Um, instead of, instead of, you know, on a flip side, if you were to look at, you know, uh, a, a fever reducer, you're basically reducing the fever. You're not fighting that fever. So you're not really letting your body kind of, you know, feel it out. Now, obviously there's, 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 times where where both are where both are required but i i think it's it's kind of like feeding your body with 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 something that um helps you fight within but doesn't you know doesn't doesn't try to cure you know cure or or get rid of uh the symptoms so right. over time you know you'll, you'll get better by by using it and your body you know our bodies are you know stronger vessels than you know bigger vessels that float on the ocean, right? I mean, we, we have a lot of power within to, to heal. So that's, how, that's, that's the best way I think, you know, to explain it. No, it's a great example. It's almost like chicken soup or eating foods rich in vitamin C is supporting your immune system to fight your cold versus taking an active cold ingredient to decongest or stop a cough or whatever it may be. I love it. So your cold medications over the counter that are um, homeopathic, would that be something that someone starts at an onset of a cold and then they're using sort of those traditional traditional healing techniques like chicken soup and sleep and hydration yeah. and things like that? Yeah, we like to say you started at onset of cold or when you're, when you're thinking that you're getting cold, you know, any symptoms. And you would take it throughout and you would, you know, have good old, you know, chicken soup and, and bone broth and whatever else it is that, that you need. And, you know, maybe a good shake and good rich vegetables and get better. I love it. So you went from homeopathic remedies and cold and flu style homeopathic products into the over-the-counter space with active ingredients. What inspired you to do that? I think what inspired us is there's a consumer, uh, the largest consumer of, 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 of the U.S. starts at the over-the-counter shelf. And for us, it was about putting people over everything and really educating that consumer at shelf, right? So, you know, a, a lot of us um, have the knowledge of, of nutrition and, 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 you know, you've 
you've taught yourself so much, Kelly, from, you know, where you've, where you started to where, you know, where you are now, which is highly impressive, but, you know, not every, not everyone can experience that, that personal growth of really understanding nutrition and, and what you put in your body and, and, and how it makes you feel. So for us, it was really about educating that consumer at shelf, teaching them that, you know, there's there's better for you products and you should start reading your ingredients. And I think the whole movement of clean label, organic, um, not only from food to beverage to, to supplements to makeup, you know, I think, you know, I think has really shifted that whole clean label movement of, of people want to know what they're putting in their bodies. So ours was let's bring this to the masses and really give people an opportunity to give their kids cleaner medicine, take their, take themselves cleaner medicine and Hopefully at the end of the day, no one, you know, really needs to take, you know, the medicine like they used to take the medicine. And if they're taking the medicine, um, you know, why not have a cleaner option? No, I love it. You're meeting people where they are. It's almost, it's almost like you got to meet uh, your people on the shelf with your homeopathic remedies. And then you got to meet all of Max's people on the shelf with all of the OTC remedies. Oh, they're all, they're all our people's, <laughs> but, but it is true. Like to be each of you to have your background and to just know, I mean, most of us obviously don't want to be medicating our children. We don't want to be medicating ourselves. We want to know what the culprit is of our allergies or the reasons why we get migraines or the reasons why, you know, or we're just going to deal with stuff like colds and flus. And that's going to be a part of it, especially now looking at what we're going through with COVID-19 and, um, you know, flu season coming up. It is, I think, really important to think about ways to, to increase our immune system, take care of ourselves, but to have all of these other options. And what I love about you guys and, um, and you said it so eloquently is like just pulling out the added fillers and the dyes and the things that, that you don't need because they're, they are affecting your body. So can you dive deeper into how the nitty gritty of how detailed you get with product sourcing? Because Sebastian takes your vitamin D and uh, for all of my clients and, and anyone who's downloaded my free supplement guide, they know that Genexa vitamin D for infants and kids is what I recommend. And I'd love for you to go through how it was like how you guys sourced your vitamin D and why it's different. So I remember this sitting at that conference table in the back office at Genexa, having a conversation about our vitamin D, you know, the vitamin D was kind of like a pet project. It was something that, that, that Max and I, you know, our focus was really drug because it was, it was an industry that, you know, it's a massive, massive industry. Um, it's an industry where, consumers rely heavily on the products, but, you know, the supplement market was not really a focus of ours. There's many companies that are doing great work within the supplement industry, but for us, it was, you know, why could we not find an organic non-GMO vitamin D? And it was because the the majority of vitamin D comes from something called calciferol, which is on the back. You know, it comes from the, the skin, the sheep skin, the sheep, you know, back the herd. And for us, I mean, try finding a non-GMO herd that, that you could get, you know, this, this product from. So we ended up just going wild, trying to figure this all out. And, uh, it ended up that we found, found a farm that we could source it off of and we were able to source it and we were able to basically get the first certified product out to market. And it's, I think it's a remarkable product and it's been, um, it's been one that I've given my kids and I know a lot of people are giving their, their little ones as well. So it's, uh, it's kind of, it was a, that was definitely more of a, 
of a passion project than anything else, even though this whole thing has been really, you know, set on passion. Well, it, it's just, it gives people a little bit of insight into sourcing, which I think is really, really important, specifically when you're talking about fillers, active ingredients, vitamins, um, anything that's going to have an effect on our body and that we're going to trust and trust that the company that's serving it up to us is is doing their due diligence. So I love... I think for us, Kelly, it's like you don't realize that you know blueberries taste really good when they're mashed up, right? Especially if you freeze them first, right? And then you get like that true flavor. So like, why not use that as a flavor instead of something, you know, like a sorbital with a, with a blue dye, right? It just, it, 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 we just didn't know that it was possible, but um, you know, it's like, why not have a heartburn medication that, you know, tastes really good, but, but is using, you know, again, or, organic beet extract as a, as, as re, instead of red dye, it was, it was kind of like a no brainer for us. And obviously for us, it was about putting the consumer first and not, you know, not necessarily the profit, um, being the focus of making, making clean, better ingredients. I love that so much. And I love your transparency. I, I, I really appreciate that from a consumer standpoint, being a mom, but also being a practitioner that's recommending products to their clients. Because we can look at, like you just mentioned your heartburn medication. That's something that I recommend for all of my pregnant moms who deal with heartburn and have never been someone who popped Tums, but don't realize that Tums um, and their competitors are one of the number one sources of aluminum in the diet. And that's something that can cross through the placenta and affect your child's development in utero. So you know, to have these options that you're providing and for people to just start to educate themselves on whether they care, whether they care about understanding the nitty gritty or not, but to find a company like yours and to have... For me, you're a resource, which is why I love you and why I wanted to bring you on to tell your story is that you make my job easier because I have options for people instead of saying like, you just deal with it. Like, you know, deal with the heartburn. You're not going to be able to sleep. It's part of being pregnant. Just deal with it. You can't take this other stuff. It's like they're at a point, we're going to try our best to deal with things from a proactive addressing the root cause of the disease sort of a thing. But there are times when we have to look at active ingredients. We have to look at over-the-counter options and use those. And you guys are offering those now. So let's let's talk about the OTC market, jumping into that, what you guys have available. If I, if I can just say... Yeah. Because you know, I think... I appreciate that we can be a resource. Yeah. You've created as a resource to so many. And it's it's inspiring. So, you know, I think for us it's it's just awesome that we've connected and that, you know, we've been able to to influence, you know, our own avenues, but but really come together to make a bigger difference. Rising tide raises all ships, right? Absolutely. So. No, definitely. And I'm I'm forever indebted to Miss Katie Wells, the wellness mama, for making the introduction. Um, because she just she her heart's in the right place, just like yours. And um and you know, just trying to get the word out because I can t- I can't tell you how many times you know I'm in mommy and me or I'm on the mommy WhatsApp chat from my mommy and me and someone's child is teething and they you know they're grabbing for the regular whatever it is name brand version of any type of pain reliever and and they you know, of course you don't want to be giving your kids pain relieving medicine all the time but if they've ever 
had a molar come in and you've seen those tears and you've had them shaking in your arms at two in the morning, like you want to give your child relief. And that needs to be a temporary option that doesn't make you have mom guilt. But instead you go, I looked at what was on the market. I chose the best option. I'm really proud of this. My child is comfortable. They're sleeping through the night. They're waking up. They're having a better attitude. We're having a good day. It's not, you know, it's not forcing your child to go through something um, if they are truly uncomfortable. And I think that is that's where I think East meets West, and where you guys are making it really accessible for people. So let's go through some of the OTC options that you guys are just launching. Because I'm obviously I've already talked about them in stories, so people. People follow me on Instagram. They're like, oh yeah, I know this now. Um, but just uh, what are some of the options? And talk about the the flavorings and the minimal amount of fillers and what you need to stabilize an active ingredient. Yeah. So this was, you know, I know that when we talked two years ago, it was kind of like what we were working on. We hit a lot of a lot of roadblocks. And um, I think if you if you would have if Max and I um, had any concept of what it would take to, to hit the hurdles you have to hit to, to launch these products into the marketplace, we would have probably never have started. And, um, <laughs> it, it, it was just a, a complete drive to make, to make a difference in this marketplace. And that, you know, the first product we started with was a pain and fever. So, uh, active ingredient acetaminophen, which is, you know, the co- most common used, uh, with ibuprofen on the market today. Um, a very, very significant, you know, product that, that the majority of every consumer is well aware of and uses it. And it was, you know, most of the, most of the competitors have, you know, anywhere from 15 to to 30 ingredients. And for us, it was about how do we do this with the smallest amount of ingredients, um, but also making sure that every one of those ingredients passed our our tests of, you know, of, of just cleaner and better for you. Now there's no way Kelly, that we could have, you know, made products that don't have any sugar or don't have, you know, any, anything that, um, you know, basically anything that no one would want to take, but, but, you know, it was, it was, how do we reduce what that other stuff is in it and really, you know, replace it with the better for you ingredients. So, um, we would use things like, you know, we would use organic honeys and organic agaves and, uh, organic blueberries for, for our, for our flavoring, organic strawberries for our flavoring. And no, our preservative system was the biggest challenge. So we basically had to create some IP around, uh, the preservative system so that we could, we could hold shelf stability and have that expiration date that everyone looks at at the bottom of, um, of a product when they buy it on shelf. So that was really the challenge up front. It was how do we stabilize these products on shelf without using the common found preservatives, um, that, that other companies use in their products. So for us, it was, you know, focus on the preservative. Once we, once we hit on the preservative, then we can go across tablets and liquids and everything to, to really make all products for everyone. Um, and that was focused really around extracts. So we focused more on like the citric acid, the, cit- the citric extracts, um, like grapefruit, grapefruit extracts, uh, orange extracts, orange peel, um, to really create a preservative system. Uh, acids happen to preserve a lot of things, as we all know. A lot of people put lemons on top of avocados to to hold them, right? But if you if you do it. Um, 
focused on, you know, the chemical makeup of, of each of them, you can, you can get a product to hold, um, which has allowed us to, to really gain that requirement from the FDA in terms of stability to put it on shelf. So the FDA requires two years of stability. So that was really the challenge. It was creating something besides antifreeze that could hold the product so that you could give it to your child and feel comfortable giving it to them. Now, what are some of the preservatives other than antifreeze that someone might see on um, over-the-counter medication that you guys aren't using? Obviously, you're using natural fruit extracts, citrus and lemon and all of those. Yeah. I mean, it ranges so much. I mean, obviously, there's, there's everything from... You know, from 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 talc to carcuculo sodium to um, I can send you a list, Kelly. There's, there's yeah, I mean, we're not going to know all the chemicals, but it's just we have it's an just that that's quite shocking. I mean, you know, you can find sometimes you'll find aluminum um, in in these products, and uh, you know, it's it's I think our calling is really like it's not it's not the Genexa should be the only medicine that exists. It's that, you know, if Genexa can, you know, kind of shift the, the, the bigger, the bigger Goliaths in the world to, to start thinking about, you know, what they're putting in, in these products, um, they should. And I think that would be a win. Yeah. I mean, what you're doing is what's needed in so many, um, consumer products, which when I look in the food space and I look back and I, Think about the dressings that were on the market six years ago, seven years, eight years ago when I was working with clients and there weren't options that used olive oil and avocado oil that didn't have sugar, that didn't have maltodextrin or fillers or, or weird stabilizers and gums. People all... Why would the big boxes change? Why would the big manufacturers change if no one's butting up against them and taking market share saying like, this is what people want. This is what they're spending their money on. And they're not going to change unless they see people going away from their product, spending their money elsewhere, and voting with their pocketbook, really. And I think that's our responsibility as consumers. And that's why I get excited to introduce new brands or just to give options to my clients is that I know now people listening, if they see your products on the market, they made a, you know, they probably would have known Advil and Tylenol and Zyrtec, like all the other moms who been through teething, maybe had allergies or whatever it is. And now they, when they see Genexa on the shelf, like at Target or wherever it's being sold, like they'll be able to say, oh yeah, that was from that podcast. And it's the same active ingredients, but it's just a cleaner option. And I think a minimalist approach and showing people that you don't need the gums, you don't need the fillers, you don't, you know, like you can do it with cleaner products is exactly what you're doing. Now you see in the food space, you see the the crafts or the Heinz or whoever it is. They're all shifting. They're either gobbling these little companies up or they're saying like, oh shoot, now we have to do something about it. (laughs) You know, which is which is how change happens. So that's, I mean, that's other than like getting people to balance their blood sugar, eat a little bit cleaner, focus on whole foods, is knowing that that there is a reality here in which People aren't going to make their own dressings. People are still going to buy over-the-counter products. People, we need options. Um, we live in a quick-fix world, and um, and sometimes we just need this stuff. So I'm obviously so so excited about it. But other than acetaminophen and the pain, we have, we have a we have a product, uh, an allergy product, which would be you know a diphenhydramine. We have a a cough and, and chest congestion product, which would you know 
be a, a guaifenesin and, and, you know, and basically, uh, that addresses cough. We also have a honey, honey cough syrup, which is, you know, ha- doesn't have any, any medicine in it, but, but really soothing. Um, and then we have an elderberry product that's, that's more of an immune support. So we really combined them all to, to bring kind of the top necessary five products, um, to, to the marketplace for children. I love it. What- Outside of that, I mean, we have, you know, in terms of the adult sector, we have great, you know, indigestion products and, and, you know, a comparison to, you know, Tums and a heartburn product and, um, laxative products and just great products all around. Yeah, no, definitely. I think that the, the, um, catalog of offerings that you guys have, I love, I obviously want more from you. I'm cracking the whip. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but it is no way. I mean, our goal is really to, 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 to make, a product for everyone across the whole over-the-counter sector and become, you know, real medicine made clean for all. I love that so much. So yeah, let's talk a little bit about the future for Genexa because I, I love, don't you love when that happens? Like when someone has a baby and they're like, when are you going to have your next baby? When you get married, they're like, when are you going to have a baby? You just launched this o- these OTC products. And right. I'm like, what's next? <laughs> I did that before this call, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what's next? I mean, Genexa just launched, you know, 40,000 stores nationwide from Target to, to Walgreens, to Kroger, to CVS, to Rite Aid, um, pretty much everywhere. And it's, uh, it's exciting. Um, I think, you know, what we're, we appreciate the, the retailer partnerships that we're getting. Um, they see that, that movement of a clean consumer that's, that's wanting to purchase better few products. And, you know, we, we will continue to tell that story of, you know, making, being that, call it that, that little, that little, you know, David versus Goliath pharmaceutical company that, that wants to make a difference and, 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 and is focused on, you know, putting people over everything. I love that. So any thoughts on moving into acetaminophen and allergy and congestion medication for adults? Yeah. So there's a lot of thoughts around that. I, I would say, you know, we, we were lucky. Um, it's actually been remarkable for us, but we were lucky to just add to our board, the past chairman of uh, OTC pharmaceuticals for Johnson and Johnson. And when he came on, he, um, you know, it took some time, but once he recognized what we were doing, it was, it was really exciting for him. And he's been not only an incredible mentor, but, but, a, but a true guide in terms of uh, his 40 years at, at Johnson & Johnson and what he's been able to, to pass on to Max and I and the learnings and the, the great research and development pipeline that we've created together is, is really just, it's revolutionary to a space that it has been tired and it's been sleepy for many, many years. And we, we look forward to making a difference in it. I love that. I, I, I love the reference to David and Goliath because it is, I mean, it's really overwhelming to come up against like the big box guys or the big businesses or people that have been around for years and years and years. And, um, you know, entrepreneurs always have stories of like when things didn't go great or what we thought was going to happen or, um, but you prevail and you push forward and you're resilient um, and you get through those things. Are there any learnings uh, over the last few years that um, have, taught you something or had you change your business in any way that 
as, oh. yeah, like what, what lessons have you learned as an entrepreneur? Because uh, I know there are other, you know, there's other little Davids out there that want to be there. I, I learned, I've, I've probably learned every lesson in the book, I think, but you know, I, I've got a lot left to learn. I think, I think it's that, you know, always look for, for, for great, you know, mentors, other leaders, um, great partnerships, definitely don't believe that you know it all. And there's a lot of corners that you're going to turn. And the goal is to not get knocked out when you turn the next corner. So I think, I think for, for me, it's been, you know, I, I personally, I lost my father two years ago in the middle of the, the startup of this whole company and it rocked my world. And I think for me, I just realized that, you know, you gotta, you gotta kiss your kids and kiss your family before you go to bed. Cause that's, that's really, that's really what matters here. And why we're, why we're here, we, we have an opportunity to make a difference. And I think if we, if we just, you know, take every day with that mentality, um, it will all, it will all work out. But, you know, as an entrepreneur, I can tell you that there's many sleepless nights and there's many, uh, many tears that, that, that you cry, but, I think, I think with the mentality of like, you know, it's really just about life, right. And living each day and, and having, you know, whether you have a family or not, just staying focused on what, what, what makes you happy around you and, and focus and do something that, that you love, because if you're doing something that you love each day, you can, you can, you can make it powerful. Absolutely. And with your purpose behind that, it's, there's so much that can be done. Oh, David, I'm so happy that you were able to join us today. I'm so excited for all that is to come for GenX. I'm just really, honestly, personally thankful um, that you have these products based on my personal experience with it, being a mom, being someone, you know, a nutritionist and expert in the wellness space, and then having, you know, my own personal trials and tribulations with a disease or an autoimmune condition and, and watching my child go through that, you know, I'm a, I'm a mom first and, um, and it's heartbreaking and you just want to do right by your kids all the time. And you've made it a lot easier for me to do that. And I really, really appreciate it. I can't thank you enough. I know that like the the last two years has probably been just a grind of (laughs) figuring out your preservatives and your, and your flavors and, probably cursing me in the background, but, um, I, I just, you know, if you can't find what you're looking for and it's not on the market, you have to be someone with the, like the go get them willpower to go do it yourself. And you did just that. So I'm so thankful for you. I'm so thankful for Genexa. I'm like really excited for what's to come. So thanks for giving us your time today. Thanks Kelly. And we, we got to create an eczema product together. Yeah. Well, you're definitely helping me with those immediate flares. I'll tell you that. Um, what, uh, uh, before we end the podcast, because the, because I love body love in your context, what does body love mean to you? Meditation. I mean, that works. I'm like, I, I, yeah, that works. I mean, when I think about it for you, I'm like, you're doing that. You're giving us body love. You're giving us power. Yeah, I, I don't I, I hurt our body. Just, just breathing and 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 enjoying. I like Giving, it. Yeah, you know, reflecting. You know, on the vessel that we are. Like I said in the beginning. 
Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, where can people where can people follow along? Where can they find your product offerings? What stores are you in? You can follow us. You know, you can follow us on Instagram, obviously, Genexa and uh, G E N E X A, and you can find us in pretty much any store across America besides uh, Costco for right now. And, uh, <laughs> Watch out, Costco! Us <laughs> on uh, Amazon and our website, and you know we're here to support. And if, if anyone ever needs you know, medicine and they, you know, they need it quick, just just let us know. I love that. Well, thanks for joining, and I'm excited for my audience to know that you guys are available, who you are, and what you do. So, thanks for your time. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you for listening to Be Well by Kelly. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Learn more at bewellbykelly.com and follow me on Instagram at bewellbykelly. I would love if you picked up my books, Body Love and Body Love Every Day. They're sold on Amazon and at all major booksellers. 